There's so many great metaphors uh, from the line tracker, Boyd Vardy, V-A-R-T-Y, from his story. And he's written a book titled The Lion Tracker's Guide for Life. And so to begin the podcast, what I want to do is I want to play a segment from um, a conversation that he had on Aubrey Marcus's podcast. And Aubrey's the um, uh, Aubrey's the uh, CEO or founder, I guess, of, uh, of Onnit, O-N-N-I-T, uh, nutritional products. So let's play the clip and then we'll talk about it accept reality as it is instead of trying to put our own ideas upon that reality yeah. and stick to those and the, the the whole dynamic inside of tracking is dynamic including um including like an incredible willingness to just try things you know one of the things we talk about in the book too is if you go tracking if you go out to find a lion or to find a life that feels more alive to you 100 percent you're going to set off on that journey and you are going to lose the track that's a part of tracking and it's important to know that because if you've let go of the safety of the known and you've gone out to to seek something that is unknown and yet you feel called to when you lose the track it it can be so terrifying if you don't know that losing the track is part of it they can just be like fuck this I'm, i knew what was going on back there i think i'll just head back there mm. but to know that you will lose the track, that is part of it. And then the trackers will go back to where they were last on track 100%. You might ask yourself, when was the last time in my life that I felt absolutely on track? What was I doing? And when I've asked this, people to quest- this question to people, sometimes in their 50s, you know, they'll say something like, you know, in my third year of college, I was doing this and this and this with these people. And that was the last time I felt totally on track. Mm. So it's a, you can ask yourself, when was the last time I was totally on track in my life? What was I doing? Who was I with? The other thing that they do when they lose the track is they just start trying things, which is so freaking counterintuitive to a school system in this culture that ha- will have you know at all costs and where you, where, that relies on absolute certainty in which you know. Tracker loses the track. They just start trying things. They check a bit of open ground up ahead there. Uh, start listening to animals alarming. Uh, cut down onto a game path. Walk a big half moon and don't find the track. They call that the path of not here. Anywhere where you're not finding the track is helping you refine. Mm-hmm. People really understand that one because people have spent a lot of time in the path of not here. <laughs> but you know, anywhere but the you, path of not here takes earnest. It takes, like, you really have to look yeah. to know that it's not here. But it's part of the path. And... Yeah. And it's refining down where that animal did go. Okay, he didn't go here. He didn't go here. We can, and that's starting to help you refine in. Yeah. Um, I did. I did a lot of path of not here. I. You know, I still do path of not here. All the, I think we probably will forever, right? Yeah. And if you're gonna make up your own life, you know, if if you're gonna make up your own life, and that is what the tracker does. The tracker doesn't look at what the culture has to offer and say, "Oh, I'm that. I'm a this. I'm a this." They make up. They make up a part that is supportive to what they uniquely have to offer. Um, and if you're going to do that, you're going to spend a lot of time on the path of not here. <laughs> and you know what's funny is people will use that. People will use all of your path of not here's as like slights. They'll be like, yeah, remember when you tried that, bro? Remember when you made nail polish for men? <laughs> that was a stupid idea, right? I was like, yeah, it was. That was the path of not here. Like, I got it. Yeah. I recognize we were, we were that wasn't a good business. We were trying things. <laughs> and I was like. Part of tracking is 
a willingness to try new things. You know, you got to ask yourself, when's the last time you did something for the first time? And if you're going to be a tracker, know 100% of the time that you will lose the track. And that's just part of it. It's part of tracking. And knowing that you're going to lose the track releases you of the guilt and the shame that you have on yourself for losing the track. And so if you know that a part of tracking is losing the track, then it releases you of those things that makes you want to quit. Because when you're so pressed down with guilt and shame, kicking yourself while you're down, you give up, you quit, and you revert back to your old job, the old styles of toxic relationships, the old fat boy pants, and the dead-end jobs, racking up credit card debt and drinking too much, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Boyd's words, you must let go of the safety of the known and go into the unknown. And as scary as that is, dude, you don't turn back. Because in a strange way, you feel called to it. That was the hardest thing for me, man. Was to let go of the known. As bad as um as bad I want I wanted no part of the known, but it was familiar, you know. And so I desperately tried to cling on to that life, and life kept pulling me into the unknown. Things, events kept coming in <laughs> that was like, you know, it was almost comical. It was like, God, man, how much lower can I go? How many more times am I going to lose here? It was almost comical. But for some reason, man, I kept pushing into the unknown. And I remember getting up early, early in the mornings. And I would just write. This is before the podcast. I just wrote. I'd highlighted books from the library or or dog-eared books from the library. And then I would just write those. I I would write those words word for word. They were healing. You know, they were positive messages. It wasn't no business books. It wasn't any of that, man. It was just enlightenment. Because I wanted the light. But the known was darkness. And as dark and toxic as it was, man, I kept gravitating back to that. And life kept shoving me back out. And it was going into the path of the unknown. I finally got to a point, man, where, and I don't know what it was, and you you won't know what it is, but you'll just, you can't put your finger on it, but you're just drawn to it. You're just called to it. It's how this podcast came into existence. 
I just knew that I knew that I knew I needed this. I needed the sales life. And as confusing and uncertain as it was and still is, I just venture on. The podcast is a metaphor, man. The podcast itself, the show, the episodes, that's the metaphor. There's so much more to it than just the show. It's the meanings that I get from each episode. This is, as I've told you before, man, I'm talking to me. And I appreciate you coming along. But the things I talk about, man, are things that I need to hear. So losing the track is part of it. Trackers know this. And so when they lose the track, they do two things. Number one, they go back to the point that they were 100% on track. And many of those points in our lives are 15, 20 years back, maybe. You know, it made me think this morning. I was like, when did I last feel on track? 100%. Where I wasn't all in the chaos and confusion. Where I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew. I don't know, man. I, I don't have that answer. I can't tell you that. I would have to probably lay on somebody's couch and they would have to unpack my mind, I guess. Because I've always I've always been in the mess, in the confusion. And it was because it was a form of validation for me. So I would gravitate toward things that kind of needed me in that situation, but they were no good for me. Just because something needs you or just because someone needs you doesn't mean you're good for them. Doesn't mean they're good for you. So number one, go back to the track, to the point on where you were hundred percent on, on track. And if you don't know what that is, that's cool too. At least, you know, That's not what it is because it could be like six months ago where you just kind of lost your way or it could be, you know, two years ago when you started hanging out with a specific person and now your life has modeled their toxic life and you say "Mm, right there. So if you can go back to that point, then cool. And then you can start course correcting from there. But number two is. Is when the trackers lose their track, they go back to the point where they're a hundred percent certain where they were on, on the, on the, uh, on the point. And then number two is they try new things and they're willing to try new things and they'll purposefully try new things, even though they know it's not part of the track. And even though this is not where I was before, I know that. But see, they have a willingness to try new things. So, you know, the school systems 
too many times I think we hold on to um, the school system's a foundation for you. And so it teaches you to a standard. Do I wish it had more flexibility? Yes. Do I have the answer for adding flexibility? No, I don't. And I think teachers would all agree to it. But they have to teach to something. You have to teach to a standard. So I get that. But school is the foundation for you. It teaches you some disciplines. It teaches you some knowledge. I don't need to know who fought in the Civil War, World War II or the Civil War specifically. Dates, times, you know, some generalities maybe. So I wish in the school system they would teach more toward um, things that are going to be relevant toward your future. Knowing is cool, but we just, I don't know if we should be tested on it. That's a whole other thing. But the school system will get you started, man. But life is what keeps you tracking. Because life keeps on teaching, man. And so you've got to have a willingness to try new things. I think the reason why many times people get, they keep re-upping into school and they get out of school, they get a degree and they go right back in because many times, dude, they're scared of life. They don't feel like they're prepared and you're never going to be fully prepared. And part of the knowing in life is you're not always going to be on track. As a matter of fact, a hundred percent of the time, you're going to lose your track somewhere along the way, man. You could be on track for two years and then all of a sudden lose the track. It's part of it, man. So you're not always going to be on there. And so what trackers do is is they'll walk a half moon. And it's in that half moon that they can sometimes get new revelations. They can listen to other animals. And they can find visuals that they wouldn't have seen before. And it's a, it's a part of the tracking. And when they're not on the path, they call it the path of not here. And many times, dude, you're going to be, you're going to find yourself on the path of not here because that's a part of your path. Because the path of not here is part of your refinement process. How do you get more refined if all you do is you keep going back to what you've always known? So the willingness to try new things means that you're failing. Failing is a part of the process. Failure is a state of mind. So it's a part of the failing. And it's in that, man, that you cut new grooves, that it's a refinement process. And you're moving from the assumptions and you're taking the cues and the clues and you're refining yourself more and more and more. The track of your life is knowing that 100% of the time, dude, you're going to be off, off track somewhere along the way. And that's part of it. And instead of beating yourself up and giving up, it's giving yourself permission that you're right where you're supposed to be. You use it as refinement. Instead of just Kicking yourself in the dirt. It's part of the refinement. I'm in the path of not here. Okay. Hmm. Refine it. What's the clues? What's the cues? Because, see, you may not be on track yet. But you're on the path. It just happens to be 
the path of not here. And that's part of the path. Because it's on the path of not here is where you got to figure it out, where you get yourself stuck, where you have to develop new skills, new techniques, new understandings. And you start honing your instincts and intuitions. But you're willing to try new things. You know what I like about the path of not here? That the tracker doesn't let the culture define him. He doesn't fall in like, okay, this is what you, to be a tracker, you need to step one, two, three, four, five. This is the qualifications of a tracker. No. He doesn't let culture define him. And so the path of not here means that I'm bold enough to try new things. And I'm willing to be on a path of not here. Because I don't let culture and society define me who I'm supposed to be. Says who? I define that. I'm not going to be a part of someone else's definition. So I bring my uniqueness paired with my unique skills and abilities. And I make life. And I track my life in my own way. Never settle. Keep selling your way through life, no matter what. Stay amazing. Stay in the sales life.